0: Hello, and welcome to the Everything Finance Weekly podcast. With here is another person, like Kenneth Chi and I'll be your host for today's episode, as always. Now, in today's episode, we're going to be treating another, you know, episode under the, the "Macroeconomics Made Easy" series. Now, for those who just listening to the sound my voice for the very first time, you need to know that the Everything Finance Weekly podcast is a three one series podcast so what do i mean the first part of the everything finance podcast is what we call the mental edge in trading so the mental edge in trading series is just a series of episodes that will see you learning and understanding different trading psychology hacks that can help you up your trading game right and the second aspect or the second part of the everything finance weekly podcast the second part is the personal finance tips and chips so the personal finance tips and chips is just um you know they're just a series of episodes that will see you getting to make the most out of your personal finance all right so if you are making well, let's say you're making so much money or you're trying to make money or you are trying to just attract money basically the personal finance tips and chips is there for you now the third and the last part of the everything finance that we have is the macroeconomies made easy which is you know one of the episodes you're listening to right now so what does the macroeconomics made easy do for you all right it's simple just from the title macroeconomics made easy you're learning macroeconomics in an easy way all right you're getting a full macroeconomics course and the episodes always come out every three weeks okay so tonight we are going to be you know treating another topic under the macroeconomies made easy series, all right? And just as you can see on your title board, what we have for today is unemployment, the types and the implications. So basically, what we've been learning all through under the macroeconomies made easy series is simply how different markets metrics, there are different um, financial metrics that different countries use to you know gauge the, the weight of the economy how strong the economy is or how weak the economy is okay so these different financial metrics are being released publicly for people to see and to know what is currently happening with our country's economy so we've treated gross domestic gross domestic products treated inflation we've also treated demand and supply right? and all these topics have one thing in common they are very very important metrics that a country cannot do without and they work hand in hand to tell you how you know how strong or how weak a country's economy is so unemployment is no is not a stranger to such okay so just as every other um, metric that i've been explaining just like each and every one of them help you to understand how strong or how weak a country's economy is the unemployment rates also does the same thing now, you might have seen, maybe you checked some of all these um, news outlets, news updates or some websites and you see that, okay, the US is currently releasing um, an unemployment claim or unemployment rates metric that they, so you tag along to the news updates, the news update comes, it makes the market volatile and you do not even know what that metric means, you do not know what they are trying to say right there let's say you are not even able to watch the news about it or hear the full report you just saw the metric okay you won't understand what is actually going on there so what this episode is going to do for you once you stick to the end is that you're going to learn and understand what unemployment is the different types of unemployment and its implications to the country and finally we now round up with the you know, explaining the unemployment rate, which is another microeconomic indicator that you can use to know how strong, how weak the country's economy is, you know. So um, the first thing we're going to look at is what unemployment is. So unemployment refers to the situation where individuals who are ready and able to work are unable to find employment. So people that have graduated school got their BSc, maybe masters or something. Um, they are fully prepared to go into the workforce But they are unable to find jobs due to different reasons. Okay, so these reasons defy a lot probably because The workforce is just you know, is already filled up. A lot of people are already working So there's no space to fill in more people or maybe there are not enough jobs around that the government created or you know, there are not enough companies that can fill You know that can take in those people basically The demand, if if you're someone that's, you know, listening to the demand and supply episode, you understand what I'm saying now. So if you're not, you can still always go back to listen. So the demand for jobs, you know, higher than the supply of the jobs available. Okay, So this is just what can cause unemployment. So now there are various types of unemployment. Okay. And each has its own consequences for the individuals and the economy. The first one we have is the frictional unemployment. So, frictional unemployment means um, a short-term unemployment that occurs when people are just transitioning between jobs or they're just entering the workforce. So, it's a normal part of a dynamic economy and it doesn't usually raise major concerns. So, when you hear something about a frictional unemployment, just so that it's not, you know, it shouldn't really shake you in any kind of way. It's just um, it's a, you know, kind of situation whereby people are switching between jobs they just say okay i left this place i'm going to find somewhere better and stuff like that okay so that's just what frictional unemployment is the second one we have is structural unemployment so structural unemployment arises from a mismatch between the skills workers have and the skills required by available jobs so it's more like you know it happens you know it happens uh, because i have a close relative that, you know, what she learned in the university was not, you know, is not related to what she's actually doing right now at the workplace, Well, they were able to train her for like three months before she went in, okay? So those kind of, you know, things happen. All right, but like, it's more like, what I'm trying to explain right here that this structured employment is just a situation whereby, you know, that company can't hire you simply because, you know, what you learned or the skill you have doesn't tally with what they have. So they have two choices. Either they will just train you so now know what they do there or they just have to you know wave you off right now the third type of unemployment is cyclical unemployment so cyclical unemployment is linked to the economic cycle and this happens during economic downturns so this is like one of the major ones you know it is caused by when you know it just simply costs when a country's economy is taking a nosedive because the economy is bad company companies are not um able to make so much money so they can't keep hiring people they won't lay off the people they have already it it happened recently just last year this year you know companies were laying off their their workers simply because they didn't have enough money to pay them or they wanted to just cut costs okay those kind of things happen so now reduced customer reduced consumer demand leads to decreased production and layoffs okay just like what i said so when um There's no really money circulating in the economy, you know, demand from consumers is reduced and when demand is reduced, that simply means that the value of that company is also going down. Right. So this is that reason, um, these kind of things can happen and the company can actually lay off uh, some of its workers. Now, one thing you need to know is that as the economy recovers, cyclical unemployment decreases. So remember that unemployment rate simply means the rate at which unemployment is. So that means the higher the rate of unemployment, the worse it is. Okay. So that means let's say um, during the, let's say during January, you see that the unemployment rate was like five percent, and then in February, you see it dropped to four percent. So that's a good thing. Okay. So don't go and make it. You know, don't go and mistake. Increase for decrease. Once you see that the unemployment rate has decreased from the previous month, or it has been decreasing from previous months just now, it is actually good. Now, the fourth type of unemployment we have is seasonal unemployment. So certain industries like agriculture or tourism experience fluctuations in demand due to seasons. So workers in these fields they might experience unemployment during off-seasons. So it's more like seasonal unemployment is just like a normal thing, you know. When this this season for let's say tourism comes in, let's say at that point in time there's a lot of funds going into tourism and everything. Um, You now see people, you know, coming out and you know working as um, people in the tourism sector now. But once that season for tourism is off, you won't see people working there anymore because they can't be working. Or something that isn't there. So, this is now unemployment employment, it's just a situation whereby people are just on and off on jobs because it's not the season. Okay. Now, this, the fifth and final type of unemployment that we have is the long term unemployment. Now, this is the main one. The main one. Now, when people remain jobless for an extended period, their skills can erode, making re entry into the workforce difficult. So, because they've not been employed for a long time, their skills can get one out they might have forgotten what's the length and everything and you know that's just one of those things that can make people be in a long term unemployed space okay now this has lasting negative impacts on both individuals and the economy right so now you know now talking about the unemployment rates you need to know that the unemployment rates which is a key macroeconomic indicator it quantifies the percentage of the labor force that is unemployed and actively seeking employment. Now, a high unemployment rate can signify economic distress um, and reduce consumer spending. So, this can now lead to a cycle of low demand, further job losses, and slower economic growth. So, you can see that you know all these things spiral into you know, one thing into another. So, once the um, unemployment rate keeps increasing. Um, it just causes economic distress, and it can cause to you know, it can lead to a cycle of lower demand. And you know, when just like I explained before, when um, there's lower demand from consumers for all these companies, they won't be able to have enough cash flow to pay their workers, so they'll just lay off workers, and they won't even be hiring anyone anymore. Compared to when the economy is booming they have enough money, they will need more hands on deck because consumer demand is just too much and they want to meet up, okay? So now, con- conversely, because you know, one thing about these metrics and indicators is that they work hand in hand. And it's not as if they're just trying to say that, okay, um, this month, once you just see that unemployment rate has increased by 0.1%, that means the economy is, is already poor, it's so bad, no. All these things are, you know, they work hand in hand, all the indicators and metrics together. And, you know, they are, they are conversed in a way, in the sense that this month they can increase a bit, next month decrease a bit. And them increasing or them increasing, if, if unemployment rates um, decreases too much, it's kind of bad. If it increases too much, kind of bad. So, so this kind of balance, you know, I've explained it in the demand and supply um, episode. You just need this kind of equilibrium between demand and supply for an economy to just be safe. It's as simple as that. So, conversely, a very low unemployment rate can indicate a tight labor market, which might sound positive, but it can also trigger inflation. And inflation is the enemy of every economy, okay? Because, you know, is the enemy of every single economy. Because, as you can see, it even took us two episodes to treat inflation because I need to break it down properly. It's like one of those main things up there. And we'll still talk about it in future episodes, you know, maybe an episode that will just give you an insight on one or two news updates, you know. So, inflation is the enemy of any economy. So, any kind of thing that can just bring up inflation at any point in time, you know, it has to be avoided. It's as simple as that. So, one thing that a very low unemployment rate can bring, you know, it can trigger inflation. And how can it do that when businesses compete for a limited pool of workers, they can drive up wages. So, unemployment rate is down, right? Now, as unemployment rate is down, that simply means that people are just being employed by different companies. So, these people that are being employed by different companies, you now be wondering, like, okay, what is attracting them to, you know, work at those companies? What is attracting? What making the companies to do that? Now when the labor market is tight a lot of people will just say okay i'm going to this particular company and then so you will see a situation whereby a company is fighting for one person like two companies are fighting for one person you know because of that reason one company will not keep increasing their wages like you know one of the things you can use to you know get better um, at your negotiating when it comes to a job is to increase the pay people love money people are on this earth to make money, so because of that reason, they'll keep increasing the wages that they are giving their workers simply because they want to keep them when that when unemployment is low, that means there are jobs available in most places, and for a certain company to win over a certain um, worker, they need to up their wages. You no, know, most of the time, that it just has to do with money once they're able to up their wages. You know those workers won't even think twice they'll just go over there. Okay, so a very low unemployment rate can just trigger inflation, and therefore the unemployment rate is a crucial measure for policymakers to gauge economic health and make informed decisions regarding fiscal and monetary policies. So very soon i are going to treat what fiscal and monetary policies are, but for now we doing that so balancing these factors is key to achieving sustainable economic growth and stability so from what um you know, what I've just used to round up I should tell you that unemployment rate is just like any other every other um microeconomical indicator that I've been explaining gross domestic products inflation you know talk about demand and supply so you know all these metrics, all these indicators. One thing that is constant among each and every one of them is the fact that they can't work a like one simple um news release or one simple metric release cannot just give you that big overview that okay this is what is happening to this economy. It has to be a mixture of a lot of things. What is you know and then it has to do with a period of time. You can't just you know judge an economy by just one month's release you know you know, update. So it's something you just need to follow up on, know what's happening on all ends, every single thing and all that, you know. And most of their metrics work hand in hand. You just have to combine them all if you want to know how a country country's economy is faring. So unemployment rate is just like every other metric I've explained, you just need to, you know, know about it first of all. Okay. This month is 2.1%, last month it was 2.5%, so that means it's decreasing, but then that does not mean that the economy is getting better. It can be that inflation is still on, but why unemployment rate is low is because there are other sectors or other parts of, you know, the financial space or companies that they are just hiring people and giving them the minimum wage. And then paying the minimum wage, it simply tells you that um, that's kind of that level of you know they just you know, people just understand that okay the economy is bad so we they don't have much money to pay us so we just have to manage and they just hire them and they're just going like that so unemployment rates can be low but companies are still doing poorly in terms of their finances they're still making less money and that's why they are paying some people they can't be paying some people lower than the minimum which is you know things are real like that okay so before the fact that unemployment rate might be decreasing and you know you're saying it doesn't mean that the economy is getting better a lot of factors still you know still have to be in play for it. that okay in this economy is either doing bad or good okay so that's where we are going to stop for tonight um just as you always know the links of you know all our social media uh, in the description of this episode so if you are interested in following us on twitter following us on instagram tiktok um, and joining the telegram community just do well to click any of the links that you're seeing in the description below or above depending on the appearance right so thank you once again for listening i appreciate your listening ears every single week every single day we keep growing the listeners keep growing so i urge you to just first of all read the show Rate it based on what you think that's, you know, what rating you think the show or the episode or, you know, generally the podcast deserves. Another thing you can do is to share to your friends, share to your family, let them learn too, just like you. If it's personal final steps and shapes, they love the most, fine. They can learn from it. If they are, you know, they, if, they, if it's someone that wants to learn more on trading psychology, how to up trading psychology game, you can give them that's why everything finance is more like it's for everyone that just wants to be involved in finance if you, if you want to be involved with in finance you can't tell them that you won't want at least one of these three three in one series that we have you know, most people want personal finance. They don't want, to, they don't want to have anything to do with trading or microeconomies They don't want to know how to manage their finances, okay? And that's why the personal finance tips and chips is there. So, if you're someone that you're just like that, don't miss any episode on the personal finance tips and chips. Share it with people because personal finance tips and chips, I feel, is, you know, the most important in the sense that you can learn everything about trading psychology, learn everything about microeconomies. You will not, okay, make money with it. You, okay, you make money with what you've learned. But then, can you manage that money properly? Can you, you know, make that money work for you? That's what the personal finance tips and chips is there for you. We're all learning how to make money to put in our pockets, to put in our accounts and everything. But can we actually manage that money, okay? So that's why you need to stick to the personal finance tips and chips. But that's not why we're here today. Here, uh, This episode is The Economics Made Easy. So um, I'll see you. Uh, next week's episode which will be another episode of the meta and trading and if you're someone that is following the Microeconomics made easy series you know you're just following it properly very, very well. then it will be till next three weeks okay so thank you once again for listening and i'll see you on the next one